Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McEady. And since we recorded last, we have some new links to check out. If you don't listen to the pop culture episode, that's okay. We forgive you. But (laughs) we do have new merch out. And we also have shows in New York and Boston the first week of November. Right now, it's Patreon only. But on Friday, August 25th, the tickets will be out to the public, so we hope to party with you. We're excited. Yeah, come like clink a glass, get a little drunk, tip the bartender, talk about Cara Delevingne. It's a really fun moment. And I'm excited. I mean, our first round of shows was so fun, so I can't even imagine what they will be like now because we're a little bit more seasoned. We have a better idea what our show is, and I'm just excited. I'm just like really, I'm excited. And even if you've already seen us, we're changing up the show. So so yeah. come back. Yes. And we do a different celebrity for each show. So you can always you can always come and it'll be a different experience. And we know you want us to go to other cities. We hear you. We promise we want to go to other cities too. It's something we're working on for next year for sure. Yeah. Next year is going to be like absolutely wild. But this is just like us <laughs> dipping our toe back. And it's been a while. It has. It has. In New York and Boston, you're very kind to us last time. Yeah. So you're going to be our guinea pigs for this round, too. I hope you're okay with it. Exactly. So now we have to talk about the man of the hour. This is someone we've talked about quite a bit, wanted to do an episode about. Um, Troy, what are your thoughts on the gift from God known as Jeremy Piven? <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Piven. Um, <laughs> Jeremy Piven is just somebody that I generally look at and think like that man is doing a bunch of crazy debaucherous wild renegade under the table black market dark web type <laughs> shit like I just I you look at him and you just know and anytime I ever read anything really crazy about him I'm like yeah that checks out like it's Jeremy Piven like you know for sure um who we're doing for patreon we won't tell you guys yet but it's two of celebrities who i find beyond annoying i don't know how else to describe it (laughs) like jeremy piven to me in the early 2000s was spencer pratt they were like the same person like paparazzi pictures everywhere just in your face Mm -hmm. hug it out bitch on every single thing that he wore like jeremy piven acted like a reality star with his fame Mm, yeah I could see that and I think Ari Gold was great I think he was great in that character but like (laughs) I just can't stand Jeremy (laughs) I honestly I I can't either and to be honest with you like now that so much time has passed like I 
and it's not because I don't think the show is great, but like I just have so much animosity towards Entourage because people give Sex in the City so much shit all the time, and you never hear people talk about Entourage being like literally the most insanely problematic show on TV ever. And Sex and the City gets shit for things that they did in 1998. You know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy that just like you're just like you said like yeah entourage is just as problematic if not more than sex in the city because you can understand sex in the city was like 30 years ago (laughs) right and they're like trying to cover all the bases they're like listen women can have opinions and people were like well crazy but on entourage they're doing all kinds of crazy fuck shit every week and nobody cares um but i i mean I, i was an entourage head like i loved back in the day i did love that show it was you know it was must-watch TV for me, but I just, Jeremy Piven has always just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, I've never gravitated towards him at all. And just a heads up, this episode is not going to help, guys. On the public feed, you've asked for more rot. You're about to get it. You're definitely oh, about to get that. All of those were opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. And please remember, if we do not say where the blind item's from, it is from Lawyer, CrazyDaysAndNights.net. Troy has been mentioned on his site before. <laughs> great site. It's no, but seriously, great site. NT does like all the legwork and we appreciate him for that. And Listen, Chris, I just want to say that I take it as a it's it is a true honor. Honestly, it's pretty incredible that you have a blind item written about you. <laughs> like it really is like it's like a hair blowing back like shocking like I really can't get over it but I'm I'm honored to be amongst greats like Jeremy Piven <laughs> you're a blind item celebrity <laughs> allegedly so we're starting in 2005 and we're starting with a Ted blind so buckle up everybody one hair suit hell raising and horny blind item vice It's not like there's anyone alive who doesn't wish they could get a little nookie on their job. Well, except maybe Laura Bush. I can hear the yell over the cubicle now. Yo, boss, I'm going to head downstairs for some coffee and a little whoopee back in five. Yeah, right. But hey, it wouldn't be such a salivating dream if you were to spend a day in Barker Cumsalot's boxers. Perhaps you've heard stories about this dirty dog before. Yes, he gets around. And how? Oh, sure. BK has made more than a few trips to the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, he's lost his cherry more than once in the grotto. But look, bros and sissies, Barker is talented. So we call him, without Barker K, three and a half pricks. His super hot TV show would stink without him. It's time to knock on Woody, though. You see, Barker still hasn't signed a new deal, which is up sooner than it takes Paris to change stalls. I mean, men. And Barker's friggin' barking for a bigger trailer. Blah, cushy this and blah, oversized that. Duh, maybe because it's hard to have an orgy in a twin bed. And it ain't Kiefer Sutherland, Josh Demel, or Matthew Fox. Look, here's the bottom line. Most everybody who toils away on three is getting downright grossed out by how many extras Bark bangs his way through. No discretion whatsoever. His most pa- most pathetic excuse while his co-workers are made to wait during BK's trailer rocking rompins? I was getting a pedicure. Must have been one hell of a toe job. 
Sir comes a lot. Please learn to keep it in your pants at work. At least until that new gig is sealed up, the little screen would be too uh, unsubstantial without you. Holy shit. All that to say, Jeremy Piven wanted a bigger trailer, more money, and fucked all the extras on Entourage, allegedly. <laughs> I can't imagine being an extra on a show like that. Especially being like a pretty girl on a set like that. Like you would literally be like a bunny in a lion's den. I mean, Emmanuel on that show is probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. And I can't imagine what it was like for her on that set. Even though I think she was dating one of like the guys on the show, it still couldn't have been easy. No, and especially because, I mean, you can imagine like it's already a crazy wild like dick slinging boys club, but then you have Mark Wahlberg like fronting the whole thing. Are you kidding and if you haven't listened to our Mark Wahlberg episode, make sure to do, then tell your mother. My God, you'd have to like literally bathe in holy water when you get home. <laughs> we jumped to 2006, and this is from Hollywood Life. It's a dead heat right now between the two big male stars who could easily cop the crown as the guys most despised by the women they've known. There's that offbeat TV hunk who rules one of the funniest, sharpest comedies currently on the air. Few women with whom he's connected have anything good to say about him. From his mechanical jackhammer lovemaking technique to his inability to be faithful for longer than about a week. Women say his problems come back to a basic deep down ugly soul and an utter lack of even basic decency. Then there's his rival, a fun guy movie star who could continue to be starring in hits for quite a while. Even by Hollywood's low standards, when it comes to niceness, this guy ranks as a prince of darkness. On the set, when he isn't constantly cracking infantile jokes with his male co-workers like they're all frat brothers, he's slavishly checking himself out in the mirror. <laughs> to add to his lack of charm, he constantly refers to female co-workers not by name, but by body parts. Still, that's nothing compared to how he relentlessly woos prospective dates with flowers, gifts, and sexy phone calls. Then, after the first date, he drops them an email detailing what he thinks are their, their physical faults and why things are not going to work out between them. Jesus Lord. Apparently, this jerk has a, hasn't a clue that nobody would be giving him the time of day, let alone a romantic tumble, if he weren't temporarily famous. So that is off, off the offbeat honk being Jeremy Piven and the fun guy movie star being Owen Wilson. Wow. I don't know what I would do if I went on a date with someone and then they sent me an email saying all the things that I needed to work on. Especially Owen Wilson. He'd be like, wow, your tits. I don't like them. Wow. <laughs> like, you know that you're not like a hunk, right? That's not why you're famous. Oh my god. Also, Jeremy Piven and Owen Wilson were in like a rivalry, maybe? That's what it sounds like? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of Luke Wilson. No, Owen Wilson does the wow thing. Yeah. Luke Wilson would make way more sense to have like a rivalry. <laughs> yes. Luke is like the clearly more attractive brother. I'd be like, Owen? Are you out of your mind with this email? What do Spoon a Moon and Barker Comes a Lot have in common? Neither of these talented, tumultuous hotties can just say no when it comes to danger or fun. Last week, Spoon a stylist hit up a ridiculously trendy boutique. The stylist seemed freaking fed up with everything, but for a 
damn good reason. None of these clothes fit her right now. She sniffed loud enough for the other shoppers to hear. She's not eating at all, just doing coke. Oh, Spoona, come on. I thought you had some new good influence friends. Sigh. At least as far as I know, she's not putting her wrecked head behind the wheel of a car. That's what Barker did last week when he arrived at a high-profile event seemingly, well, high on life. Anyway, Barker scared the agent, provocateur, panties, and Hugo Boss briefs off some fancy-ass folks. Quote, he showed up hammered and drove up on a sidewalk, whispered my stunned source, and a cop had to take him out of his car. Miraculously, Barker did manage to make his way through the bash, which was very la-di-da, as in no peeing in the platters, no chatter about network reality shows. But you won't see his puffy panum on wire image party page. He didn't, or perhaps couldn't, walk the red carpet. Hmm, maybe Spoona and Barker will head to Promises Rehab together and embark on a glorious codependent journey to love. Nah, they just wind up fighting over who's more seductive. And that's Spoona being Lindsay Lohan and Barker, of course, being Jeremy Piven. So when you're Lindsay Lohan, you really stand no chance against men like Jeremy Piven. No. And like what sucks is you're surrounded by men like Jeremy Piven. Like that's what's so, oh God. What sucks she was like bros love a Jeremy Piven. So mm-hmm. you could be like, you know, I hate Jeremy Piven, blah, blah, blah. But if you're in a room with like a guy who'll be like, yeah, but Ari Gold was like the best show I've ever, best actor I've ever mm-hmm. seen. God, kill me. <laughs> kill me. This one is short, but not sweet. A certain TV star we all love once text messaged me. Yes, me, your lo- lowly couch potato at 2 a.m. Are we going to fic or what? It was from a Blackberry that had both the I and the U on the same key. And I'm proud to say, especially if my fiance is listening, that I promptly replied, thick you. Hmm. Or was it an I'll an I aisle before that message? Anyway, you get the gist. So that's all to say that Jeremy Piven texted the person that wrote this blind item and said, Are we gonna thick or what? So this next blind item, it's from 2007. It's incredibly long, but it's allegedly like Jeremy Piven's most Jeremy Piven blind item. Oh, okay. This past weekend, I was leaving one of my favorite restaurants in LA. I love a good steak and this place has the best. Like everyone else does here in LA, I was waiting in line for the valet. There were about four people ahead of my group. I had seen the actor inside, and although we're not friends, we certainly know each other enough to say hello. Throughout the evening, I had seen this actor enjoying his drink after drink and growing louder and louder. He was being obnoxious, but nothing out of the ordinary or worth a mention here, until he and his companions emerged from the restaurant and proceeded to push their way to the front of the valet line. For some reason, there was only one valet working, so things were a little slow. However, everyone was in a good mood and no one was complaining because they could see how hard one valet was working. He was not walking anywhere. He was running flat out. The valet looked to be in his mid-20s and he was from Mexico. His English was poor, which was going to cost him a few minutes. When our actor came outside, the valet was not there because he was running to get a car. This immediately sent Mr. Ass into a rant about how no one has good service anymore and he had a movie opening soon and companies just did not value customer service. (laughs) What a way to like slide in. You have a new product. He's like, I am a movie star. This is bad customer service. It's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So 
so the valet comes back with the car and now there are three people ahead of my group and the first in line prepares to give his ticket to the valet the valet is about to grab it when mr ass says quote hold it i need to go first i have a talk show i'm supposed to do in 20 minutes well it's almost 11 p.m and no one's buying that story the valet did not really understand what mr ass was saying just that there was an angry man getting more angry by the minute right in his face the valet kind of gave a half smile and a shrug and went back to the person who was there first. At that point, Mr. Ass decided to play the do you know who I am card? I hate that card. And to have this almost A-lister recite what he's done and is doing to a man who did not understand a word was really humorous if you were not being the guy yelled at. It's so LA and so annoying. At that point, Mr. Ass lost it and his friends were trying to slink away. Mr. Ass said he would just go get his car himself and where were all the damn keys? The valet pointed and Mr. Ass got his keys and then asked where his car was parked. It turns out the cars were about two blocks away. That sent Mr. Ass into a rant about how could the cars be protected if they were that far away and there better not be any damage to his car, but it was too far to, for him to bother with it and the valet should get it now. Well, it looked like we were in for another outburst of yelling and screaming, but everyone agreed Mr. Ass should go first. We just did not have it have the guts to watch it, and you could tell the valet just wanted to escape the wrath of Mr. Ass. The valet got back a few minutes later with the vehicle, and Mr. Ass actually had the nerve to say, it's about time. No tip, no manners, and not the first time. Needless to say, the valet made a ton of money off the rest of us, but Mr. Ass needs a good ass kicking. He's definitely somebody that you can guarantee has like shoved money in somebody's mouth. No doubt. Like he, I can't even fathom what he treats service people, what he treats service people like on a regular basis. I just can't even imagine it. Our listeners always kind of come through for us. I would love to know how he leaves a hotel room when he leaves it. Yeah. Yeah. Because the hotel, I mean, that tells you everything. Like, it's one thing to find out somebody's like a means, you know, like like at restaurants, like, they're like a bad tipper and stuff. That's one thing. But the way a celebrity leaves a hotel is like everything to me. And we've had some people message us who work in the service industry, we shall say who would like to remain anonymous and have told us some fucking wild hotel stories. Honestly, if you guys would be into an episode about that and have stories to tell us, we are so open to doing an episode like that and keep it totally anonymous, of course. Totally anonymous, no hints, just good tea. <laughs> One effed up blind vice. This looks like a Ted Casablanca blind as well. Pansy Press is one screwed up dude. Let's see, where shall we begin? P2's colleagues are not fond of him as he's wont to do things such as hit berate and hit on his myriad acting buds. Yum, such an assortment of naughtiness from which to choose, not. But if you're wondering why, Pons why Pansy is almost always both in public and private on the verge of committing, if not already going ahead with it, and Isaiah Washington, i.e. totally inappropriate public behavior. Well, there's a reason. Yep, one that Anna Nicole just might have identified with. See, whether it involves punching guts, pinching asses, or pissing all over the place, 
verbally speaking, mind you, Pansy shocked co-stars. There's a reason Mr. Press is so damn unpredictable. He's on every drug you can imagine, sniffed one, one of his hard-parting amigos, and I don't mean the non-recreational kind. Hmm, can hardly say I'm surprised. It makes perfect sense. Partic regarding the notion that I've always suspected that PP, famous for his hetero ways, is really a fruit at non nine to five heart. <laughs> Good God. And then I always think that, don't I? You sure do, Ted. And it ain't Michael Richards, Mel Gibson, or Sean Hayes. It is Jeremy Pitt. I love the and it ain't. I love and it ain't Sean Hayes. It's <laughs> Jeremy Piven. <laughs> this B-list movie slash television actor became one of the few. Yes, he was rejected by none other than Paris Hilton herself when he made a very public move on her this past weekend. He said a few words and then she turned her back. For the rest of the night, he insisted that he did not try and hit on her, but everyone knows he couldn't get her to say yes. And I feel like that became a, I remember seeing that on like VH1 best week ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's a famous, like, that's a famous man. If Paris Hilton turns you down in 2000, what, seven, eight, like <laughs> no shade, but you know. You're not as famous as you thought you were, Jeremy Piven. <laughs> exactly. Or your Coke isn't that good. <laughs> Which award-winning U.S. actor did a fashion shoot in L.A. in an L.A. hotel when greeted and thanked by the famous designer, took one look around the suite and sneered, quote, my cock's larger than this hotel room. So not much different to his on-screen image then. A male Emmy winner last night took at least two different kinds of pills last night, as well as three or four lines of Coke. He also kept getting drinks, taking one swallow and then setting it down and getting another drink. He never took more than one swallow from any drink. (laughs) So, you know, his hotel room is lined with half drink glasses. Oh, for sure. Cigarette butts, half drink glasses, like Coke debris, underwear with like skid marks in them. Just like... (laughs) everything (laughs) which emmy winning actor with a bad reputation has been blackballed by several important new york publicists after his diva behavior at a fashion event this week i guess he's just like the true definition of a male diva he's a divo (laughs) which pint-sized cable hit actor has a major depression issue Quote, he has to speak to his mommy every morning because no one on the show likes him says our tipster (laughs) Did Matt Dillon send that in? (laughs) This is a long blind. What you have here is a marriage between a female top 40 singer and another singer. They have made some visits to the spouse in the past. Mix this very strange married couple with an A-list television star on a very hit dramedy. He is also no stranger to to this space. So our A-list actor starts hitting on the female singer right in front of the husband behind the husband, around the husband, everywhere. The husband has grown to being ignored and abused by his own wife, so this is nothing new. What was shocking, though, was the apparent, apparently our female singer, who dislikes men with a passion, finally had enough of the actor hitting on her and just reared back and kicked him right in the balls. No mincing words. <laughs> she got him really good. 
not quite drop to the ground and call for mommy good, but pr pretty close. Makes you wonder how many times this the husband has suffered the same type of fate. And that is <laughs> Avril Lavigne allegedly kicking Jeremy Piven in his balls. So I Googled Jeremy Piven and Avril Lavigne, and there is a picture of him, Derek, and Avril. Other notable celebrities at this party, Spidey, Spencer, and Heidi were there. Of course. And Mario Lopez. That's, I can only, listen, you take what you can get with the blind items if you believe that they're real. I'm praying that that one is real. And I think what's funny is even though he's an A-list actor in 2007, to me, he's always given such D-list energy. Oh, for sure. He's one of those people where you're like, you just know, you're like, after this thing is over, this thing that you're famous for, you're not going to do anything else, really. Mm -hmm. Like, this is your biggest moment. This character is who you are. People associate, you were basically written into it because people associate you with Ari Gold now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, it's weird to even hear them calling him A-list. Mm-hmm. B-list television actor known for being a jackass here and in other places has a new game. He hits on women almost constantly and can't remember their names or phone numbers or who is who and where he met them. What he does is arrange for all of them <laughs> is to schedule a lunch for 1 p.m. three days a week. If any of them show up, he buys them lunch. One or more, he then takes whoever wants to go back to his place for some afternoon fun. At least once a week, he gets busy, though, and fails to show up at the restaurant. Since he doesn't remember their names or numbers and could care less if he stands them up, they're often left waiting, sometimes a small group of them. The restaurant is perfectly aware of who they are waiting for and will often call our actor's assistant to find out if he's going to show up for lunch. If he isn't coming, the staff will send them home. <laughs> Good Lord have mercy. Never like wait for Jeremy Piven. If you like any, add that to the Jared Leto advice we gave you. <laughs> <laughs> Never wait for Jeremy Piven at a bar. We jump to 2008. You would think that after the second or third abortion he has paid for, this B slash A cable television actor would stop using the line that he's sterile to women just so that he doesn't have to use a condom what is it the 80s are we still doing that i'll tell you something i was actually talking about this with uh with one of my friends recently the way that like now as a gay man this is so foreign to me but the way that straight men will just risk a child like it is so wild to me that a straight man is willing to risk a literal child for a two-second orgasm and they do it willy-nilly literally all the time yeah I mean it's not an issue for me either <laughs> but I have like friends who will say they've had sex without a condom and listen I know it happens I'm not trying to like sure. judge but then they're like but he said that I was like special and he doesn't do this to everyone and like he really I'm like girl girl <laughs> like you understand you have a womb <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't know I think and also like for me like condom is like protection not just from not getting pregnant but STIs and like just yeah. any of those things. it's just a wild thing to be like I don't know it's just hard it's crazy to imagine being able to create a baby every time I hook up with somebody and being as willy-nilly as straight men are about it and then being like oh I have another baby it's like wait what 
and or they're like or they're like the guys on Facebook who are like I don't agree with abortions it's like well you had unprotected sex like all last week so like what's going on (laughs) which lead actor in a hit ensemble tv show brags that a female conquest isn't complete unless at least one of his hotel room neighbors calls security about the noise I'm telling you, please, you guys, if you work in the service industry at all and you don't mind sharing a story, please let us know. We should do like, um, we should post like a Q&A specifically, though, for people that have stories. Because mm-hmm. I really, I want to, I want to know the hotel stories. Also, guys, if you're not following us on Instagram, we know we're private, um, but that's where like the links to the show our awesome merch that our friend Bree designed is um, linked there. But the the comment section is pretty fun. <laughs> it is. It is fun. It's very lit. <laughs> There's a very interesting love triangle going on right now that some have suggested was recently a square. Love square doesn't sound as good, so I'm glad one dropped out. When you have what you have is a celebrity who is not really known for any roles, but is definitely a performer. A list name recognition. Chasing her are an A-list television actor who has gravitated always in the past to films where he is definitely B+. Also chasing her is a wealthy businessman from Europe. The actor who dropped out of the running is a B-list film and television actor who just didn't have the coin to keep up with the other two. Fights, gifts, whatever it takes, both of these men are after this one woman. And that is Dita Von Tees. The A-list television actor, unfortunately, being Alec Baldwin. Poor thing. Um, the wealthy European businessman is not revealed. And, the, of course, the actor being Jeremy Piven. Which small screen Lothario received oral satisfaction in plain view at a New York City hotspot and then was caught making out with a waitress just minutes later? And he did it all while wearing a bowler hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so him. How peaky blinders. <laughs> We're now in 2009. Money is obviously not a problem for this B-list movie and television actor who has serious hair issues to go along with his bad attitude. He had so many parking tickets for one of his cars that he just walked away from the car rather than pay the accumulated $10,000 in fines for the car. That's, oh God. It's like, he's just a douche. Like, all of these blinds are like, he's a douche. He's a douchebag. He is a douche. And now we're in 2009. (laughs) One thing that I am sad about that the 2009 blinds did not give, I was hoping for something about his mercury poisoning. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. He's, like, one of the only people I ever knew that, like, like got like I don't know if I ever have understood truly what mercury poisoning even is. No, and he said he got it from eating sushi, like yeah. a lot of sushi. And I'm kind of like, listen, if Lauren Conrad did not get mercury poisoning, something else was happening. <laughs> no, like I I don't I'm sure that a bunch of people are gonna message us and say, like, listen, I had it. I know that it's real, but I've really pushed those limits. Like I've there have been weeks where I've eaten sushi almost every day. And I'm like, at what point do I know that I have that? poisoning like what does it look like i don't even is it like salmonella we're now in 2011 
This B-list television actor who has alternated between middling movies and in a successful cable show was at dinner two nights ago when the waitress began flirting with him. Our actor, who was with two other guys, said, quote, look, let's just cut to the chase. If you're so into me, then let's go to the bathroom. You can blow me and I can get back to my dinner. Oh, my God. As for a blind riddle, there's a Hollywood sure cock who keeps deliberately hitting on and fucking married women because he gets off on the fact that they're almost always ready to leave their marriage for him. And that's saying that it's either John Mayer or Jeremy Piven, but that sounds way more like Jeremy style than, than John. Mm-hmm. Oh, this man. Oh. I know. This HBO actor allegedly likes to visit brothels in Thailand when he travels abroad. And we're talking the kind that employs really shady practices like human trafficking. The rumor is that he's aware of the injustices and just doesn't care. Which B-list actor from a hit cable show who has a bigger ego than brain was telling someone he thought was an actress how he had seen her work and thought she was great and they should go to his hotel room and he could give her some help and advice on her acting career. It turns out it was one of the women from the U.S. soccer team. Instead of giving up, our actors started saying how she could be an actress and they should go to his hotel room and he could give her some advice. So that's him and either Hope Solo or Alex Morgan. I can like envision that. He's like, I love your stuff. She's like, no, I'm not an actress. He's like, well, you should be. Do you want to be? I can help you become one. He's like, I can give you some tips on your acting. Oh, you don't act? I can teach you how. <laughs> you're fucking oh, you don't act? You should because you're gorgeous. He's like, the, his tips are to just act like yourself on camera. Just act like you. That's it. This married, foreign-born, B-list television actress on a very hit show spent about 10 minutes making out and groping this always-ready-to-play B-list actor who just completed a run on a very popular show. It's not like the pair were not spotted. The actress was overheard saying later that she thinks her husband will understand, quote, it was just a kiss. And that's allegedly Jessica Pear and Jeremy Piven. This long-running, critically acclaimed series has ended, but this Emmy winner is still whining to anyone who will listen about it being over. The smarmy star feels it was his best role ever, and he's a nervous wreck, fearing his career is all downhill from here. Who is he? Jeremy Piven. It is all downhill. So we're now in 2012. Which celebrity leaves a DVD of his TV show instead of a tip at fancy restaurants? <laughs> I hope he's still doing that. I hope he's still leaving his DVDs. <laughs> How do you even play a DVD at, in 2023? <laughs> it's like a young girl that's like, what is this? What is this? She's, she's like, oh, I don't have a CD player in my car. <laughs> <laughs> and then the following blind. This c list television and movie actor who used to be b list and on a very, very hit cable show had his... D-list celebrity girlfriend running around in circles. He's always threatening to dump her unless she does exactly what he says and when he says it. He has her get out of bed at 5 a.m. to get him Starbucks 
and has sent her back when she gets the wrong order. On a recent flight, he made her rub his neck the entire two hours, and when she wanted to stop, he told her that she could stop when the fastened seatbelt sign came on. Food? She's not allowed to touch it because he does not want her fat and ruining his reputation. Smoking? Nope, she can't, but he can. Yeah, Jeremy Piven, if you got a girlfriend who's a little heavy, that's what's going to ruin your reputation. But also, that's Jeremy Piven in America's Next Top Model winner, Jasleen Gonzalez. Like, what? First of all, Jasleen Gonzalez is, like, notoriously real thin. Yeah. Like, so that's already... I mean, the whole thing is just absolutely fucking insane anyway, but, I mean... If I were her, I would put a cigarette out on him. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, really? We're now in 2013. And trigger warning, um, I didn't pull these blinds, but Kelly has a note that says that this is very alleged. So I'm going <laughs> to say that it's very alleged, even though I don't know what I'm about to read and I'm nervous. <laughs> the actor has always been known as a womanizer. He's still B-list, but that is fading quickly because he just cannot get the kind of role that made him famous. Although our actor made his initial fame in movies, it was a hit cable show that really boosted his level of fame. Back in the day, our actor was still a womanizer, but not but did not have much luck when it came to actually getting women to go to bed with him. There was one time when our actor raped a woman at a party. The girl complained to her parents who complained to the school our actor attended. At that point, it was discussed involving the police but our actor's very rich family got involved and negotiated a deal with the girl's parents. They gave them a large sum of money and agreed to pay for some for her schooling. Just like that, our actor was free to move on and pretend nothing had happened. The girl was not given a say in the proceedings, and her parents told her that she should just move on and forget it. Apparently, though, the experience has scared has scarred her beyond belief and has had years of therapy and also had a big substance abuse problem. All, while, all the while watching her rapist become more and more famous. Oh, that's sad. So I saw a blind item in like 2007 that said that happened. But sometimes Troy and I do kind of skip some blind items to be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that there was more than one blind item saying this, I was yeah. like, I have to put in the big one. Wow. That is crazy. And it also is so fucked up to like know that it was all kind of like done, like it was handled for you. Mm-hmm. And you just have to watch this person go on and be known as a womanizer. That's his thing. Like that, yeah. yeah, that's like his niche. It's like just being blind. Oh God, it would take everything I mean to not get revenge, bloody revenge. And I didn't realize Jeremy Piven comes from like a big theater family. So he has a powerful mom and a powerful dad. And when I saw that, I'm like, now it makes way more sense why he's famous. Yeah, that's what he gives for sure. Like, I'm going to tell my mom. (laughs) I'm going to call my lawyer on you. Exactly. Just because he switched countries does not mean he's lost his sleazy ways. This former B-plus list, mostly television actor who made his fame on a very hit cable show has always been sleazy. This one might take the cake, though. He was out to dinner with his girlfriend of the week when he spotted this resurgent C-plus list, mostly movie actress who still looks great and has a new hit movie. Our actor went over to her table where she was dining with another woman and sat himself down without being invited and started hitting on our actress 
who could see his date at the other table. Our actress got up and went and sat down next to the girlfriend and told her to run away from the actor very quickly and to never look back. And that's Jeremy Piven trying to hook up with Heather Graham. One thing you're not going to do is fuck with Heather Graham. <laughs> like, that's where I'm drawing the line as a homosexual millennial is I stop at Heather Graham. Don't fuck with me, Jeremy Piven. <laughs> <laughs> We're now in 2014. This B-list mostly movie actor who got his most amount of fame in television will probably touch A-list again later this year or early next year. Anyway, after an extended stay in Europe, he says he prefers American women to European women because European women on a one-night stand still expect you to talk to them before and after sex. Imagine wanting to talk to Jeremy Piven. Like, girl... (laughs) Imagine, like, having sex with him, though. Oh, right. That too. That too. (laughs) This network that has a really short name is deathly afraid of saying anything negative about this B-list, mostly television actor who once had a cable show and is now making a movie about it. They refuse to say anything bad about him. One person says it's because they're afraid of being sued, and another says it's because he knows a lot of secrets about one very famous person who works for the network. So that is E, not talking about Jeremy Piven, because he has secrets on Ryan Seacrest and he'll sue. So um, when you see our GoFundMe for our trial against Jeremy Piven, please donate. <laughs> Ryan said, I am the E, the E darling. <laughs> <laughs> this A-list mostly television actor has been off the radar for a year or so because of his out of the country commitments. Now that he is back, he is bringing a new level of a-hole behavior with him. In front of his publicist, he told a woman that he is dating to get naked and wait for him in the bedroom while he met with the publicist. After a few minutes, he went into the bedroom and said they had a few minutes while the publicist made some calls. Our actor had sex with the woman and then told her to get dressed and come back in a few hours so he could meet with the publicist. Kevin, who the fuck are you? Right. Like, who do you think you are, sir? Are you kidding? Especially 2014, Jeremy Piven? Right. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, guys, if if anyone's dating anyone who acts like Jeremy Piven, dump them now, please. There's a growl on them. I told you. (laughs) The lead of this TV series is a well-known actor who's been on more than one series. His attitude is insufferable and his colleagues are completely fed up with his behavior. Here are just a few reasons why. He tells everyone what to do all the time, how to frame the shot, how to deliver their lines, everything. He's not the director nor the producer nor the showrunner, but he's convinced that he's the smartest and most important person on the set. He hired a coffee cart for the cast and crew It was supposed to be a nice gesture on his part so that he could provide them with delicious fresh coffee on their breaks. However, the real reason he hired it was because he wanted to bonk the coffee cart girl. When she finally said yes, they would both disappear to his trailer, leaving the coffee cart unmanned, his colleagues decaffeinated and everyone rolling their eyes. He disrespected the crew by spitting into the tracks on the camera dolly in between takes and then ordering one of the, quote, runners to clean up after him. Would like someone? Would you like someone spitting on your tools at work? Would you like someone ordering you to clean up their spit? So that's Jeremy Piven. 
in the show being Mr. Selfridge. Um, it's so crazy because with Jeremy Piven, it's just kind of like, yeah, Jeremy's a dick. But could you imagine if like Emma Stone or Jennifer Lawrence or like anyone, any woman acted yeah. that way? Clean up my spit. Like, oh my God. This Qatar Airways flight attendant lost her job after this A-list mostly television actor who did make a movie about one of his characters told her he would talk to her bosses about her spending the night with him if she got in trouble. She did and was fired and the actor never returned her calls. (laughs) Oh my God. This former A-list, mostly television actor who will be reprising his role in a movie did his usual thing where he bailed on a workout as soon as he found a woman who would leave with him. It's his favorite way to pick up women now that he's trying to stay out of bars. Isn't it exhausting to like always be trying to fuck? Yeah, it seems, again, I know that I say this all the time, but it's like, you're a man with money. There are sex workers who do this for a living that don't want to talk to you. They don't want your pleasantries. They don't want to get to know you, your balding short ass. They only want to do the job and then leave, which is what you want. So stop tricking people and allegedly getting women fired and like doing all this. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I don't understand the logic. I really don't get it. It has to just be a control thing. I think so too. It has to be. It really, it's like, it would be like if I, instead of choosing to just go buy food or make food, I went around taking food from people's plates on the street. Like the option to just buy my own food is there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't have to be a scoundrel. <laughs> like but, I, but if you buy your own food, you can't throw the plate on the floor at the waitress after you buy it. Right. And smear it on the window and run away and like show my butthole and leave like a fucking tyrant. Like he's just like a fucking menace to society for no reason. <laughs> what because you were Ari Gold in 2005? Like, <laughs> I, I can't. This former B-list, mostly movie actor turned television actor on a long-running hit pay cable show who now has another long-running show you probably haven't seen pulled out one of his famous lines this weekend. Despite sleeping with several Black women, he always uses that line that they will be his first. It didn't work with this Academy Award winner slash nominee who knows a couple of the women that he slept with previously and never spoke to again. So that is Jeremy telling Lupita Nyong'o uh, that she's the first Black woman he's ever been with. Oh, gosh. This married, incredible-looking, foreign-born, B-plus-list, mostly movie actress is a better actress than I thought. Despite being harassed and hit on every five seconds by her A-list, mostly television actor, who has a second fairly hit show now, co-star for the day, she didn't let it bother her and kept right on going during the live broadcast. She said that he's kept going and going, even though he had someone waiting for him backstage. And that is Kate Beckinsale hating Jeremy Piven. (laughs) He's one of those celebrities that it would be fun to hear what people say about him when he walks into a room, like the whispers. Oh, can you imagine? (laughs) I can't. can't. Now would be a good time to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Quince. Even though my closet was overflowing with clothes, I never felt like I had anything to wear. I was always 
shrinking my clothes. I was, you know, trying to do laundry in New York is not an easy thing. And my dryer likes to shrink everything. I was getting so annoyed that none of my shirts were fitting, but then I found Quince and I've finally given my closet the upgrade we both desperately needed. I've built a wardrobe with some iconic pieces that can be styled for any occasion. Everybody needs a shirt that they can wear to like a fancy event. There are dresses there. There's everything, pants, literally everything. I'm more of a jeans t-shirt kind of gal, but Quince has helped elevate that for me. Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever, which makes putting together that outfit way easier. Quince has all the capsule wardrobe must-haves, like 100% magnolian cashmere sweaters that are only $50, suede and leather jackets, and silk blouses and dresses. Here's the kicker. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love all of that. I mean, I feel like with so many places, you're like, oh my God, another factory. I'm going to wear this. And then you're going to get bad news about the factory. And Quince is not like that at all. I also need to say Quince has great bedding. They have great blankets, so cozy, so comfortable. I'm obsessed with mine. Quince is really taking over my apartment. So take the drama out of planning an outfit and upgrade your closet with Quince today. Go to quince.com slash blinds for free shipping on your order and a 365-day returns. That is Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash blinds and get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash blinds. I would also like to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored by Fume. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. And we're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and make replacing your bad habits easy. Your fume comes with adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. When I received this, I wasn't really sure to, what to expect. Um, I've never, I had never seen it before. And when I opened the box, listen, I'm very old school. I feel like things that are like really nice and well-made are like a little heavier. And I always feel like you can tell when you hold something in your hand if it feels cheap. And I hate that. The minute I took this thing out of the box, I was like, okay, it's very heavy. It's made with like real wood and it's like metal. And it's just like a real intense, like heavy device. Like it, it feels like, it, it just feels like good quality. I also have some of the flavors here that it came with. So these are the ones that came in the box. I'm just going to read them to you. There's raspberry lemon, there's orange vanilla, there's crisp mint, white cranberry, maple, maple pepper, and also sparkling grapefruit. 
And yeah, it's just flavored air. And also what I appreciate is that the device is actually made not only to let you like smoke from flavored air, but it's, it's a fidget thing. So you can spin it around, you can twist it. It's literally designed to be played with, to take your mind off of negative things. And I just, I'm obsessed with it. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup with destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use codes BLINDS to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's try, T-R-Y-F-U-M.com and use code BLINDS to save an additional 10% off your order today. And I'm so excited. Our episode is also sponsored by Factor. We have talked about Factor so, so much on this podcast because Troy and I genuinely love it. We are people who have used Uber Eats far too much. <laughs> and, and I personally love Factor. I love it because it gives you real good food. I have had a few different meal um, prep kits that I've tried. The chicken's weird. It's chewy. You take a bite. You're like, ugh, no, thank you. So with the busy fall season just around the corner, you might be re- looking for wholesome, convenient meals for your jam-packed days. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and it can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy with your end-of-the-summer goals to cook, but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting flavor and the nutritional quality that you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then go back to crushing your goals. Refresh your healthy habits without missing a beat. Choose from 34 weekly flavor-packed, dietitian-approved meals ready to eat in less than two minutes. Level up with Gourmet Plus options prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. Treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. And if you need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best for the rest of summer, try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery admissions, source 100% renewable electricity for their product sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. This August, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash blinds50 and use code blinds50 to get 50% off. That's code blinds50 at factormeals.com slash blinds50 to get 50% off. 
And we pick up in 2015. This A-list mostly television actor is on his second hit show back to back. What's his second hit show? Mr. Oh. Selfridge. Okay. All right. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> he is the star of the latter and considered himself the star of the former. The former has a movie spinoff and our actor was supposed to be present for a huge press event. When told he would not get any solo press coverage or accolades, he decided to skip the event. This a list mostly television actor, did have a movie role this year, but when you think about it, the whole thing is television. Anyway, our actor recently got the snot beaten out of him when the boyfriend of the woman he was having sex with caught them together. Now, it says either Jeremy Piven or Kevin Dillon, but I mean, I would go with a uh, Jeremy Piven on that one. Yeah, that sounds very Jeremy's vibe. <laughs> this director is foreign-born. He has directed some good things, but for the most part, it has all been television. Good television. There is not one three-camera sitcom in his credits, I don't think. I don't know every foreign show that he has directed. Anyway, not the point. The point is that I like the guy. He also has a foreign-born B-list multi-television actress significant other from a pay from a hit pay cable show. Apparently on one of the shows he directed, she stopped by the set, which is nice of her. The thing is, it ultimately led to him getting kicked off the show. Not so much kicked off as never invited back after that episode where she showed up to watch. The star of that particular show is a B-list mostly television actor who has done some decent movies and likes to get his own way. What he really wanted has, was a chance at the actor's girlfriend. He hit on her hard. Every second, practically, she was there. He also talked down to her director boyfriend the entire time. Basically, he was a complete and utter asshole. He thought the actress would find him more attractive than the director and was shocked that she didn't want to hook up with him while her boyfriend was sitting was setting up a shot. So at the end of the day, our actor had some drugs put in the trailer of the director. He then had an assistant take a photo of the drugs. Our actor then called one of his producers of the show and said that a tabloid has just contacted him about some photos of drugs on set. No tabloid called or even knew. Our actor forwarded the photos to the next, and the next thing you know, the director was gone. Our actor then waited a couple of days and called up the actor's girlfriend and said he was available and employed if she ever wanted to hook up. This guy is slimy. So the director being Anthony Byron, the girlfriend being uh, Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones, and of course, Jeremy. I mean, just a constant reminder that he, he is a dick and please don't sleep with him. Natalie Dormer, I forget what episode she was in. I want to say maybe Jennifer Lawrence, but the way the blind was written, it was talking about Jennifer's acting ability being like so good. And then it's like, Natalie Dormer's not good. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, leave <laughs> Natalie Dormer alone with her little crook smile. Clearly, she's been through enough. <laughs> We're now in 2016, and this blind, I did put a trigger warning ahead of it. Um, so, heads up with that. This A-list, mostly television actor, who had his hits at home and abroad, but is known for his pay cable role, gets extremely violent when he's drinking. His ex said she feared for her life when he was drunk because he would break bottles and then threaten her with the shards. Jeremy Piven and Kate Nardi. Just a reminder, all this is very alleged. We're not sure what's true, what isn't, but yeah. 
not threaten her with the shards. Jesus. <clears throat> this celebrity is super talented. I don't really like her, but she has A-list name, A-list talent, and is an A-list in her corner of the world. She doesn't do herself any favors by being so fame-hungry because then it leads to choices like last night. She hooked up with an A-list actor who was even a bigger asshole than her last boyfriend. She thinks they will date and she will get some press. He never dates publicly because it cuts off his supply of women willing to sleep with him. So that is Lindsay Vaughn of the Tiger Woods scandal sleeping with Jeremy Piven. Lindsay Vaughn seems to date the worst men possible. Yeah, for sure. She's got a, her and Britney have a similar picker. <laughs> this former A minus list mostly television actor who played the same role in a movie met a woman at an event this week and took her to his limo for some oral sex before heading back to the event and leaving with a different woman. <laughs> you know, the thing that's really annoying about him is like, it's not like he's some heart, like, he's obviously not like some gorgeous man, but like, he's just decent looking enough that like if you let your guard down you could find yourself waking up in a bed next to a man like him like he he's like just attractive enough that he can like trick people into sleeping with him for sure we always talk about like high school if these celebrities were in high school or like worked at a mall or something mm -hmm. and i feel like he'd be the the weird popular guy who's not nice, isn't good looking, but sometimes somehow hangs out with like all the football players. Yes. Like you don't know why he's in the popular group, but like he just is there and like is a dick because of it. <laughs> and you're like, how did you like, you don't even go here. <laughs> this A slash B list, mostly television actor is most known for a role that he played in multiple media formats. The actress he kept calling a lesbian for refusing his advances is actually still in the closet. At the time of the holiday movie in which they both starred, she was just starting out and he pressured her beyond belief. Now she is his equal and once was probably a bit higher. She makes it a mission to talk about him and his actions all the time. Whoa. Whoa. So that's Jeremy Piven and Bridget Moynihan. I have like a weird soft spot for Bridget Moynihan. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the Tom Brady of it all, but something about her, I'm just like, I love her. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I love her even more since she like <laughs> turned him down and made him look like a dick. Now we're in 2017. Apparently he has fans. This former B plus list, mostly television actor, probably rose to A list when he got his own rarely talked about on the site network show. This week, a salesperson told him she was a huge fan. Our actor told her to prove it by going into a changing room with him. And that's Jeremy Piven. And I guess he was in Wisdom of the Crowd. Imagine being at like Dick's Sporting Goods and being like, I'm a huge fan. He's like, do you want to go fucking arrest in the uh You're like, uh, let me put down my cleats, I, I guess. <laughs> this foreign-born former reality star here in the U.S., is a mini Heidi Klum type person in her own country. She has been hooking up with one of the recent named single sexual predators after trying her best to hook up with the married one. And that is Joanna Krupa of the Real Housewives of Miami. Um, and I, I guess they call her the mini Heidi Klum because she hosts a top model in uh, her country in Poland. 
and um, she allegedly fucked Jeremy Piven and Harvey Weinstein. So at the very end of the episode, we'll talk about Jeremy Piven and the Me Too movement because you can imagine when people accused him of being bad to them. He did not take it well. Yeah, that's shocking. (laughs) This A-list mostly television actor had his recent network show canceled because of his asshole behavior. It hasn't stopped him at all. He had a recent hookup signed an NDA. Then after sex, when he kicked her out, said she was worthless. He reminded her about the NDA and told her to fuck off. So yeah, real winner. Jesus Christ. This A-list mostly television actor who was one of the bigger assholes around and had a recent show get canceled, dumped a girlfriend and left her solo on their couple's vacation because she wouldn't have a threesome. This talk show host has not always been a talk show host. Back in the day, she was famous for doing something else in the entertainment world. During that time, she was A-list and in charge. She did nothing while sexual harassment was going on around her. And that's Ellen not doing anything about Jeremy Piven. Whoa, I forgot he was on Ellen. Oh my God. Holy shit. He's been famous for so long. Wow. I just had like a whole that's so Raven moment. I really forgot about that. The now disgraced former A-list mostly television actor who has had some good runs here and there abroad was drunk and ranting this past week about one of his women who spoke out against him. He said if she had been there right now, he would make sure she never worked again because of how much he would hurt her. Eek. This actor's career was left pretty dead after getting hit pretty hard in the Me Too movement and instead of fading into obscurity in the San Fernando Valley and trying to mount a comeback in the future, this audacious talent is already making phone calls and begging for second chances. Sometimes you just gotta lay low. Yeah. Especially when you know you're a dick. I mean, I would imagine that he's self-aware enough to know that he's a total fucking asshole yeah (laughs) like you gotta know that that's why it's like the reason people even cast you is to like play assholes this former a-list mostly television actor who struck it big here and overseas with television has been a different person since he got accused in the me too movement and had his television career go bye-bye he spends most of his time online trashing any woman that he thinks ever wronged him or guys who didn't stick up for him He does this through social media accounts where he pretends to be a woman. I always think about how many people, like when you look at like comments and you see people like raging out, like how many of them are just burner accounts for like celebrities like Jeremy Piven? How many burner accounts do you think Jeremy Piven has? I honestly can't even, I can't even imagine. I don't know how he keeps up with the passwords because I'm sure it's a lot. I should probably block him on Instagram and then do that option where it's like, and every other account he tries to yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it blocks 13 different accounts. <laughs> um, This next one, I don't know if it's trigger warning, but it mentions like how skeevy he is in the Me Too movement. So I just want to give a heads up with that. It's called The Videos. This former A-list, mostly television actor who all of you know, has had some issues with the Me Too movement. 
He's always been skeezy, and I don't think anyone was shocked when women came forward with some stories about him or just his general asshole behavior on almost every set he's worked on in his adult life. He is one of those guys who likes acting for two reasons, money and because he thinks it makes every woman want to have sex with him. Because of the issues he's had the last year, he installed a state-of-the-art video system in his home. Every room, including bathrooms, is wired for sound and video. Apparently, he has a dozen installed in his bedroom alone. Every single angle and every single corner of his house is covered. He does this. He says it's proof if anyone ever accuses him of assault or harassment. I'm not sure what he does when he leaves the house to protect himself, but the thing is, at home, he says they are just for protection. A way for him to prove what happened, um, then why are you showing people their recordings? Do the women know you're showing them having sex? Why did you give the password to a few of your friends so they could watch live when you let them know a woman is coming over? Eek. Despite his own involvement in the Me Too movement, this former A-list mostly television actor who had multiple television shows airing before his scandal, it is not that which has caused him the most public pain. Instead, it was being wasted on coke while speaking at an event. And it says, Jeremy Piven stuns domestic violence and human trafficking survivors by going on foul mouth rant after his vulgar and sexual jokes fall flat while hosting a charity event. I don't remember where that. So uh, that's when I learned that his mom was in theater because I, I read about it. And um, he was up there trying to do stand-up because now Jeremy Piven is a stand-up comedian. That is right. his job. Anyone who wants to go see him, don't. Anyway, he was up there and he was talking about like women and all this stuff. He's like, you know, I love my mom. My mom helped me get through so much. And, you know, I used to like, I used to rehearse with my mom and there was a scene where I had to pretend I was jacking off and then coming. And she was like, you should have come better. Come again. You need to like ejaculate harder when you do the audition. And everyone, and like three people laughed or something, probably an awkward Ooh. laugh. And then he started yelling at the crowd saying they weren't, they didn't understand humor. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I have to watch that. I Maybe I saw it and I just don't remember it happening, but wow, that's iconic. It's, <laughs> what the fuck? That's all I oh could think God. the whole time. And he's like doing the hand motion and everything. And he's like, and my mom said I did a great job, but I had to do a better. Like, what? Like that, it, it sounds like it was written as a parody. Like it was like on Broad City. Exactly. Oh my God. Um, so we're now in 2019. This former A-list, mostly television actor went from top of the world to crash and burn when several actresses told their stories about him. Recently, a woman came up to him and asked for a photo. He said no and then called her a fat fuck. Oh my not a fat fuck jesus christ <laughs> i guess he's moved on from emails of what's wrong with you to just telling you to your face oh my god this newly engaged woman to an a-list actor from an acting family loves being with this a-list a-lister compared to the last a-list actor she was dating the a-lister cheated and wanted sex four or five times a day this a-lister is content with once every other day he is a cheater, though. So that is Laura Savoy and Dennis Quaid, her breaking up with Dennis Quaid for Jeremy Piven. I feel like Dennis Quaid would have a crazy blind item life. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Now we're in 2020. 
Speaking of tools, this former A-list, mostly television actor, is crazy if he thinks his former show slash character will get a re- reboot slash spinoff. He got off easy so far in the Me Too thing. There are others who would come out of the shadows if he was on screen again. So that in the year of 2020, Jeremy Piven was thought that Mark Wahlberg should make an Entourage spinoff movie about Ari Gold. In the year of 2020, <laughs> he wanted this. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Considering <laughs> how much he derides sex workers for how much they charge and is always trying to force their price down. I guess maybe he is a man that loves an escort. Never mind. It is shocking how much his A-list mostly television actor thinks this time is thinks his time is worth. And it says Jeremy Piven mocked for charging $15,000 for a 10-minute Zoom. Was he doing paid zooms on uh, during covid we really missed out if so oh my god not a ten thousand dollar zoom oh my god that's so embarrassing (laughs) i'm gonna skip the next one and go down to 2021 please edit that out dan so we are now in 2021 With the birthday of this permanent A-list music legend, who, to be fair, did cheat a lot of the artists he employed, I'm remembering the story from a movie he filmed. The star of the movie is an A-list dual-threat actor who's been disgraced. It also stars an almost unrecognizable A-list actor-slash-director. Anyway, the star of the movie complained about the attention being paid to the musical legend. What has that guy done? Was that a complaint? So that's Jeremy Piven complaining that George Clinton got more like notoriety from a movie than he did. This man is on one. I cannot. <laughs> this former A-list mostly television actor who definitely did his fair share of con- of contributing to Me Too incidents shoved a valet driver who brought up the wrong car and then went on a rant about people speaking English. Oh God. That's a throwback all the way to like the crazy long blind I read. Yeah. This has just been years of this. His only blinds for the past 20 years have been like, he's a dick. He's a dick. He's a dick. He's a dick. And now we're in 2023. This former A plus list, mostly movie actor who's been acting since he was a teen and comes from an acting family and got taught acting by his best friend's mom. The best friend is also an actor all of you know. Our actor recently wrote his own blind item, but can't reveal it because then people will know he was sleeping with the actress and she doesn't want anyone to ever know that. And no, it's not about one of his family members. So all that to say, John Cusack, best friends with Jeremy Piven. um, Allegedly, Jeremy hooked up with either Anne or Joan Cusack. And the Cusack family... um, learned acting at the Piven Theater Workshop. Okay. All right. Interesting. So he also, Jeremy Piven also talked about his Me Too cancellation this year on um, KTLA5. Quote, when you're on stage doing stand-up, you're in your truth. And because I'm in my truth, I have nothing to hide. And so you can't look for justice and spend your life pining away on that type of stuff. He also said... Like the great Martin Luther King said, no lie can last forever. 
I know that probably your producers or someone is looking for a soundbite, but it's not about that. It's about taking ownership of your life. And when you know your truth, you can get up on stage anywhere when you have nothing to hide. Because he basically said <laughs> that he was collateral damage of Me Too. It wasn't real. He's just like, you know, I'm a guy in Hollywood. Of course, someone's going to Me Too me. <laughs> nothing like a Martin Luther King quote to get you out of a couple rape charges. Like, my Lord, how low can you go, sir? My, 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 how low can you go? So, so that is the Jeremy Piven episode. God, I mean, I guess it's like, am I shocked by any of this? No, but also it's just like, sometimes you just forget, you know, when somebody isn't really famous enough to be shoved down your throat, you forget what they're like. For sure. And I feel like a lot of his blinds are just very like, we've read a lot of actors who are dicks and like sex, but his are worse. For sure. Because it's so undeserved. It's like, you're not even, you don't even have like devilish good looks or charm. No, none of it. Like you, for whatever reason, you just think you can act like this. Like you're just a blindly confident little man. Well, hopefully this isn't our last episode. Hopefully Jeremy Piven doesn't sue us. But Troy, honestly, I feel like this could be a rotted series episode for, for Maine. Yeah, for sure. I didn't think about that until now, but yeah, it, it it's giving rotted. So Jeremy Piven rotted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the stamp has been uh, it's been sealed. The case has been sealed. Oh my goodness! Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and again, thank you so much for liking our pop culture episodes. We have so much fun doing them, and we have shows in November in New York and Boston. And also check out our new merch because it's very, 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 very cute. And yeah, we just love you. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.